BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Recorded live. This is Radio America, broadcasting from the heart of Charlotte, North Carolina, bringing to you those great old radio shows from time past when you didn't have to worry about what your kids heard on the radio. So sit back and relax and enjoy the sounds of Radio America. And be sure to tell a friend about our show's website, radioamerica.automatic.com. Yeah, yeah, this is Rabbit. No, no, we can't come all the way over to your house to try to rent saving gasoline. i tell you what you do. You walk over here and visit with us a while, and then later I'll try to get home. <laughs> Goodbye now. The Life of Riley, a half hour with Radio's newest and friendliest family, and starring William Bendix as Riley. <laughs> Make yourself a table a hundred times. 
Oh, Mom, I'm sick of school. Can I quit, no more? What? Quit school at 11 years of age? I wish they'd draft me. <laughs> now hurry and get your books off the table. The pop's coming now. Oh, sure was hot in the plant, see? Well, this stove I've got here isn't any cooling system. Hello, Ma. How's my little kiss? I don't mind, Riley. Yeah. Now you don't have to pin up Charlie Boyer's picture on the wall. Oh. Hiya, Pop. Hello, Junior. Go wash your head. Oh. How can any boy's hands get so black doing homework? I was trying to figure out how much it costs to ship a car on a soft coal. Oh, no wonder your hands are so black. <laughs> Next time, try the same lesson with soap. Oh. <laughs> All right. Riley, uh... What do you got in that long package? This? Oh, this is right. Is it for me, Pop? A baseball bat, huh? For me, baseball is a gruesome subject. The Dodgers lost today. <laughs> well, what is it, huh, Pop? This package contains what is probably one of the most great ideas your old man ever had. And that's saying plenty. Well, thank goodness they haven't raised conceit or you'd be speechless. I give you facts and you call it conceit. The prophet is without profit in his own home. It's even worse when he's renting. <laughs> Junior, I'll show you what's in the package later. Oh, you look tired, Riley. How do things go today? Well, I had a very tight... Well, that's fine. I had an awful day. <laughs> I went from real estate agency to real estate agency. There's just no place to live in the whole state. Now, don't you worry, Mom. We ain't going to be homeless. What? Did you get wind of an empty flat? We are going to live in style. Yeah, Pop. Uh, I'll tell you all about it, Mr. Grubb. Dinner. <laughs> Riley, the last time you had that look in your eyes was in St. Louis. We ended up living in a trailer right behind a brewery. <laughs> well, uh, of course, maybe the view wasn't so good, but the air was intoxicating. <laughs> Riley, what have you got up your sleeve? I am not at liberty to divulge details until after we grew up at that uh, dinner. Oh, well, I'm not in the mood to coach you. Jimmy's ready to wash up. Where's Ellie? Eloise won't be home for dinner. She's rehearsing with that corny dramatic class. Oh, uh, I suppose it's going to be late again. A girl of 16 has got no right being out here after dark alone. Your daughter's not alone. She's with that nice boy who lives down the street. Oh, that nice boy. I've talked with that boy. I'd rather she was alone. <laughs> Throat. 
What's that little affair, Mom? Not that it matters. I love anything you fix. Oh, that's fine. Except veal loaf. Well, that's what we're having, and a salad. <laughs> but we had veal last night. I know, but there was so much left, I thought we'd have it again tonight. Hey, Pop, tell a guy, what's in that package? Never mind, Junior. It'll keep like the veal. <laughs> Pants that stuff, will you? Oh, stop growling. Working in an airplane plant's no harder than trying to feed this house. I only get so many ration points, you know. Hey, Pop, did they transfer you to the land and gear department like you said they would? Nope. The guys that are running that plant finally gave the bombsite division a new lease on life. They put me in. <laughs> no kidding, Pop. Bombsite. Gosh, where do I tell a gang? Bombsite, isn't that lovely? Just between us, they've got a new site that's a beaut. From 30,000 feet, they can part Mussolini's hair with a bomb. So I gave it a nickname. It's a blockhead buster. <laughs> See, I just found some veal in this. What'd you do, run short of cereal? <laughs> hey, Junior, pass me another spray for that veal, though, will you? Here you are, Pop. Thought you didn't like veal. Well, I, I don't, but if I eat it all tonight, I won't be here tomorrow. <laughs> Well, Mom, I can see you're just dying to know what's in that package, ain't you? You know I am, but I'm not going to ask you. Well, now here's what I've been doing. Ever since we left Brooklyn, we've been moving from one place to another. I, I mean, a family shouldn't get kicked around like this, say, with a football. Hey, Pop, each of the fellows at school has ten tickets to sell for tomorrow's game. Junior, I'm buying no football tickets. You can put that in your pipe and smoke it. And don't let me catch you smoking. <laughs> football tickets. Our money's going to be used for a better purpose. Riley, will you please get to the point? Well, in view of this, we've got to move out of here Saturday. If you buy these tickets, Pop, you'll be sitting right on the 50-yard line. Uh, that's all I needed to get whitewash on my good pants. <laughs> Mom, I'm, I'm sick of paying rent. I'd rather have one room of our own than ten that belong to a landlord. As the poet once said, breathe there a man with soul so dead who never to himself has said, this is my home, my native house. You know what that's from, Junior? Yeah, Pop. It's from hunger. Well, I, I can certainly write. Riley, what is in the package? Plans. Plans for our new house. Our new house? Our home. You want to build a new house? Well, certainly you can't build an old one. Gee, a new house. Can I have a ping-pong table in my bedroom? No. I got enough trouble falling asleep now without counting ping-pong balls jumping over a net. Riley, a, a house is an awfully big undertaking. How much do the plans cost? Nothing. With the way prices have gone up, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> One of the boys in the drafting department used to be an architect. He gave them to me. Here, here, let me show you. Oh, but Riley, I just remembered. The government won't allow this thing till the war's over. They'll give you a priority if you're a defense worker. And you are looking at a man who falls right into that category. <laughs> now, you see, the way I figure it, we get a builder who works fast. We live in a hotel until the house is finished. Well, it's all very exciting, but I I don't know. Ain't these plans neat? This fellow's built some of the finest homes in Los Angeles. He built the city hall, and it's beautiful. City hall? I've never seen it. Oh. Well, he built the city jail. Your uncle has seen that. <laughs> now, don't. Start taking on Uncle Baxter. Well, I thought that leads to know we're planning a house. Maybe you'll decide to go back east before we move in. Why, you ought to be ashamed. You never heard me plot against your uncle. My uncle being dead causes us very little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the vice for us. The vice for us. On one hand. Pop, 
show me where the bathroom is. The bathroom? Oh, the, well, kids, see? This is the staircase leading to the second floor. And from this window, you can practically see Catalina. Catalina? Where are you thinking of building? Well, on that lot we own down at the beach. I guess I was a pretty smart guy to snap up that property just before the city condemned it. <laughs> Riley, you know you can't build on condemned land. But I saw in the paper that the land's been okayed again. You know, uncondemned. It's all politics anyway. Here, look at this living room. The fireplace is over here. And it's a real fireplace. Oh, boy, we can look witty. Sure. I'm going to build a grill in it. Then Mr. and Mrs. Riley and their son and daughter will have a barbecue. If we can get safe. <laughs> well, what about Uncle Baxter? Well, we could barbecue him, but I like steak better. Uh, Riley, how much will this house cost? Oh, uh, the house can cost a fortune, or very little, if you know the right angles and get good discounts. How much will it cost? Huh? Uh, $6,000. $6,000? Hi, Uncle Baxter. Hello, Junior. Did I hear someone say $6,000? I must be in the wrong house. Yeah, and you've been in the wrong house for the last two years. <laughs> Riley, there's a fine innuendo to make about your own flesh and blood. You're not my flesh and blood. Did I not give you a transfusion two years ago to save your life? Ingratitude is the besetting sin of mankind. Well, maybe you did give me a pint of blood once. But last week I gave a pint of the Red Cross. I do not see the connection. I gave him the pint you gave me. <laughs> So now you're a big boy with the Red Cross, and I don't owe you nothing. My dear nephew, I never implied that you did. But since my presence here is apparently resented by the head of house, I shall leave. In a month or so. <laughs> Uncle Baxter, you can stay as long as you like. Uh-huh. Of course, if it'll make you feel better, you can pay it a little for your board. Uh-huh. When you're able to. Well, that is my fondest intention. And I expect to make a desirable connection any day now. Well, I turned down the position of doorman today at Grauman's Chinese. Why? I couldn't see the screen from the sidewalk. <laughs> All you do is turn down jobs and come back here to eat and sleep. Are you insinuating that I don't behave? Well, these plans are no good. Oh, Jenny Seller. Oh, don't you worry, son. There'll be a seller when the house is finished. We can't disappoint the mice. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody's building a house. And somebody's not going to live in it. Please, Riley. Oh, all right. Now, look. Right here is the dining room. Ten by eight. Very nice size, not too big. That's right. You keep the dining room small. Makes the portions look bigger. This door leads to the kitchen. Now, take it easy before we go any farther. Wait, what do you mean, wait? Uh, what do you figure it's going to cost us to build this house? Pop huh? says $6,000. Well, if your pop says six, it'll run ten, but I'll keep it down to eight. Now, you listen here. Eight? Why, we can't afford to spend anything like that. Now, after all, Riley, we've got nothing in the bank, and we don't know if your job's secure yet. Oh, I, I admit I, I've only been at the plant for three months, but, but I can stay there for life. Didn't they switch me to a new department today? Well, I don't want to seem conceited, but I might be a partner in that plant one of these days. <laughs> Very amusing, Riley. Douglas Aircraft taking you in the department. <laughs> uh, is that so? Well, yesterday, Mr. Douglas passed by my bench, and I heard him say very clearly to his assistant, if that's all he keeps working that way, we've got to get him to visit. <laughs>
must have no more talk about me losing my job. I've decided to build, and that's that. Huh? Riley is right, absolutely right. Do me a favor, Mr. Flood Donor, stay off my side. I'll hit the back door. Mr. Phillips. None of the stores deliver anymore. Uh, say, Riley, tell me, who's going to do the building? Oh, yes, Riley. You want someone who's very reliable. I got a list of several builders, and I'll decide later on. Now in the kitchen. Operator, give me crest view 65095. Can't you phone some other time? Riley, be serene. Count your blessings. <laughs> Hello, Jasper. Thanks for Turnbull. You very busy tonight? Oh, breaking in a new pipe, huh? Well, listen, I got some news for you. You're building a house for my nephew by marriage. Riley. Uncle Baxter, who's on that phone? Hold on, Jasper. I'm talking to Jasper Wrangle. He's the best builder in the city. My bosom friend. No friend of yours is going to build my house. Now, Riley, don't cut off your nose to spite me. Not that it isn't a splendid idea. Uh, this man's an expert. I don't want to discuss it any further. It's all settled. Fine. Hello, Jasper. It's all settled. Come over right away. I'll meet you downstairs. <laughs> Are waiting for the arrival of Uncle Baxter's friend, Mr. Rangel. Here is a message from the Office of War Information. Next winter will be one of the most critical periods of the war for millions of civilians, unless they take steps now to prepare their homes for the cold weather. Here are three things that can be done now to help ward off sickness and epidemics next year. One, insulate homes. Two, place orders for coal immediately. Three, check up on all heating equipment to ensure peak efficiency. This is a campaign born of wartime necessity. Because it is vital to winning the war, the government is helping to increase the flow of fuel to shortage areas. But there can be no assurance that conditions will be any less severe than last year unless everyone cooperates during the spring and summer. Uncle Baxter has gone downstairs to meet his friend, the builder. Meanwhile, the Rileys are huddled around the blueprints of their dream home. Eloise, the daughter, having come home, has been told the big news. Right here is the mailbox, see? Hey, Pop, can I have a separate mailbox just for myself? You cannot. If Superman should write you and care of our mailbox, let him fall. <laughs> well, what do you think of the layout, Ellie? Oh, Daddy, I think it's just wonderful. At last, I'm going to have a room all to myself. No more day bed in the dining room. <laughs> oh, Riley, it's, it's grand you're wanting to do all this for the children and me, but the one thing worried me. Well, what's that, Dumplin'? The cost. Now, you say $6,000, but you know, you're up to get big ideas. Oh, no, 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 not me, no. 6000 is tops. We can borrow it from the bank. We'll pay it off if we pay our rent. Uh, or we'll pay it regularly. <laughs> the pop will raise rabbits, huh, pop? The rabbits will take care of that. <laughs> oh, don't interrupt, Daddy. You ought to be in bed anyway. Look who's telling me to go to bed. Oh, what are you? Blood up or something? Now, Junior, don't be so fresh. And Eloise, don't boss him around. Quiet. Kids, kids, stop scrapping. I'll tear up these plans and pull the whole thing off. We're sorry, Daddy. Yeah, you got a couple of boys down at the plant who know the building game from A to B. They figured every little lump, every hook of plaster, every nail. The house comes to exactly $5,920, which leaves us $80 for any, uh, incident. Mm. Like furniture. Yeah. 
what is the name of the place? Let's see now. Uh, uh, how do you like uh, the seafood grotto? Daddy, grotto is more for a restaurant. Uh, well, uh, then how's the uh, the Riley Thomas salad? That's very polite. <laughs> oh, we get some Uncle Baxter across the street with a man. Is he handcuffed to the man? <laughs>
<laughs> we'll make the living room a bit larger. Uh, uh, Mr. Eckler, I don't like this true, but if we add any space, doesn't that raise the cost? No, we'll cut down somewhere else. Uh, maybe we can lower the ceiling. That's it. <laughs> and that'll give us enough margin to put in a swimming pool. <laughs> well, the children would love a pool, but can you do that on $6,000? Mm, we can try, my dear lady. <laughs> this is an ex ex exceptional case. Your bachelor's family, and I don't expect to make one cent of profit on your house. I get it. You just like to stick your hands in a wet cement. Touche, Mr. Riley, touche. <laughs> I see the plans call for six rooms. Yeah, yeah. Three bedrooms, a living room, kitchen, and a dining room. Well, we'll add a office room right here. Oh, Wrangler's right. Riley, you work very hard all day. You deserve some relaxation. Besides, the rumpus room can be used as a guest room, if you need it. <laughs> Something tells me we're going to need it. Baxter, knock down the rumpus room, leading off the gymnasium. Gymnasium? And there'll be a nice view from your gym, Mr. Riley. You'll be able to see your tennis court. My tennis court? Oh, Riley, it's so wonderful. When Randall builds them, it builds them. I can see you now, Mr. R. You wake in the morning, three sets of tennis on your court, a cool, refreshing swim in your pool, a workout in your gym, breakfast in your magnificent garden. But then I come right to the point. <laughs> now, the minute you get your priority, we break ground. Mrs. Riley, you can well be proud of your husband. This is the smartest thirteen thousand dollars he ever spent. Thirteen thousand? Well, uh, that is thirteen thousand for anyone else. But for Baxter's sake, I'll whittle it down to twelve five. Of course, you'll only have two rooms. Twelve five? I told you I want a six room house for six thousand dollars. Sure, but you've got expensive tastes. You want swimming pools. You want tennis courts. Who wants swimming pools and tennis courts? All I want is those players back. I never sent the owner first. No, 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 keep calm, Riley. Uncle Baxter, get this guy out of here and get him to take you with him. Now, Riley, there's no use losing your head. Now, folks, if it's a $6,000 house you want, I can easily do that. You'll beat it. We'll live in the street before you build a house first. I'll get a house with six rooms, three bedrooms, a living room, kitchen, and a dining room, and no guest room. You hear that, Uncle Baxter? No guest room. Come along, Chancellor, and forgive my being a nephew. Oh, Riley. You ought to be ashamed yelling like that. How do you like that phony builder? We listen to him, we'd be in hot all our life. Riley! Riley, what are you doing at that window? Hey, Michael! And another thing! This is the worst cigar I ever smoked. <laughs> Demands for passenger service on railroad and buses will reach new all-time peaks during the late spring, summer, and autumn. If people travel as usual, reserved accommodations may be sold out in advance to persons whose trips are not essential. In such cases, no accommodations are left for servicemen trying to get home on furlough, or for businessmen who have been unable to make plans in advance and are suddenly called to other cities on war methods. Reduction of unnecessary civilian travel is therefore essential. If space is to be assured for members of the armed forces and war production engineers and executives, let us do our part.
next week at the same time. William Bendix as Riley appears by arrangement with Pal Road Studio. The Life of Riley is written by Irvin Brecker and directed by Don Bernard. This is Carlton Cassell speaking. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Thanks for listening to Radio America, broadcast from the heart of Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope you've enjoyed our show as much as we have bringing it to you. If you have any ideas for upcoming shows or would like to be a guest or support this great broadcast, email us at radioamerica at inbox.com. That's radioamerica at inbox.com. Also, we're pleased to announce that we'll be soon offering CDs of great on-time radio shows. You'll get 50 different shows in MP3 format on CD for the low price of just $5 per CD, which includes shipping. For more information, email us at radioamerica at inbox.com. We'll see you next time on Radio America. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.